It's Bud Pod two for two. Two for two. Look at you. By which I mean, look at me. I'm back. He's <laughs> he's back. Wang is home again. Yes. Yeah, sorry to be away for so long. It felt like so long. But I was in Australia and New Zealand doing far this. from these shores. Literally as physically far away as you can get from these shores, and yeah. still encounter places called Dunedin. Um, yes, but that's the empire for you. <laughs> yes, it's just like Sheffield, Western <laughs> Australia. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, in in Sydney, I made a joke about the University of Newcastle, and it yeah. wasn't the Newcastle here. The, oh, yeah. There's a Newcastle in New South Wales that everyone makes fun of. Oh, and that's that's where um, that's where a lot of comedians are from. Yes, I was going to say Reese Nicholson, Reece Sarah Nicholson. Kendall, and Felicity Ward. I think are all from Newcastle. Is it the Glasgow of <laughs> Scotland? Yeah, of Scotland, seems to be. Australia, yeah, it seems to be. It is funny, yeah. Everywhere has this town where all the all the comedians seem to come from. Yeah, weirdos who want to leave. Yes, I think that's it. I think that is it, and I, I think that is a very important part of the mix that makes someone a comedian or makes someone want to be a star. Is that where they live has has facilities, has institutions, but you still want to you want to go out get you out. You want to leave. Yeah. That's why it's it's. it's harder because if you're in melbourne you stay too nice it's too nice it's too full of other weirdos you can hang out yeah yeah um what was the most uh uh what what was the the tiredest point you're a very tired man i think the tiredest point will unsurprisingly been the the first day after i arrived from uh uk to new zealand in auckland yeah so we you know (laughs) we're straight in the deep end flew straight to auckland and (laughs) Which is what is it? How long? It's a layover. Um, I think door like airport to airport is twenty five hours. Fuck off! <laughs> you must have smelled like balls, man. Oh, I always smell like balls. Um, and like it's one of those crazy arrive times where I got in at three a.m. and uh, <laughs> and had already slept like eight hours or whatever on the plane very uh. recently. And like, well, you've just turned up, and obviously I was awake on the plane earlier, so I like. 11 p.m., 12 a.m., and then waited till 3 a.m. to arrive. And then I'm taken to the hotel. And then I just lay down. You know that sometimes when you, when you have a flight like that and to beat the jet lag, you try and do this little play where, like, I'm lying in bed. I'm sleeping now <laughs> because it's dark. I arrived at 4 a.m. It'll be light in three hours, but right now it is dark. Mm, sleepy time. And you just lie <laughs> yeah. there kind of doing this play, pretending that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's normal. And and it gets to seven o'clock, and you you do like the arm stretch out. Yeah. Ah, just another, just a normal day. Wake, waking up from being asleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I was. <laughs> just yeah. lying, just saying that out loud to the mirror in the mirror um, um, to yeah. yourself. Just nodding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was me asleep. I was that guy who was asleep just now. Um, that, that was pretty tough. But um, then there was a weird flight to Perth and back because like it's three hour three hours behind the yeah. east coast but still the same country <clears throat> it's such a fucking big place most isolated city in the world that's all they ever talk about in perth perth uh, yeah they like their own os- isolation very nice it looks like um if you built milton Keynes in johannesburg if you built milton Keynes in johannesburg right a lot of like middle england red brick and red brick like high streets mm. and like english looking designs of shops and stuff yeah Surrounded by loads of brightly colored bungalows. Yes. Endless suburbs of brightly colored bungalows. And then, well, but the landscape is, is, is Joburg. Yes, right, yeah, exactly. The, yeah, the, the cities of, uh, of Australia are all the same in that there's CBD, Central Business District, that's all like shiny and glass and high buildings. And then immediately the first bar out is Wild West town. It literally yeah. looks like the Wild West, these sort of two story, three yeah. story buildings. They're called Federation Architecture there because it's from when they were a federation. Um, here, I guess you kind of call it colonial, maybe, but it's kind of like Wild West, New Orleans style building. You don't really get architecture like that here. No. I was somewhere the other day where I saw like clapperboard housing, like clapboard housing. And that means those like planks, planks that are sort of laid over each other a bit. They're like an, at an angle and they go. Yeah, up. Stephen King, Maine. Haunted houses from horror yes, movies. Yes, 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 yes. From our youth. Yes, 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 exactly that. 
But thank you to everyone who came in Australia and Auckland. Got a couple of kojis. Oh, yeah, got very good. Got a few kojis. Got um, some pod buds coming over and saying hi after the show. Thank you to all of them. Koji to you. Thank you for coming. It was a wonderful time. <laughs> um, oh, and thank you so much to Glenn Moore, who did such a wonderful job. Yes. Um, doing Bud Pod in my stead. Substitute Phil. Substitute Phil. And what a substitute Phil. Yeah. And, you know, he w- he, he kept saying, like, how m- you know, do I need to get a wig? Do I Should I wear glasses <laughs> that are more like Phil's? <laughs> I was listening to Glenn's episodes going, this guy's great, man. I hope the old guy never comes back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got oh. a message. Well, the twi- Twitter, we got a tweet saying like, oh, I feel like I'm cheating on Phil. <laughs> but this person was so extreme that she was like, next time, can there just be no bud pots when Phil's away? Wow. Okay. That's, that's how <laughs> uncomfortable I'm made by this. Like, Ooh, Look, we're, we're very vocally anti-extremist on this podcast in all senses. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that is quite an extremist position. That is extreme. Um, but I, I appreciate that I was away for a while and I do apologize. Thank you for um, for not tracking me down and bashing <laughs> me over the head. Um, yeah. Uh, what did I... So what did I miss? <laughs> Anything interesting happen? Uh, just the usual... Uh... <laughs> Usual well-run country. Oh, but it's not well-run, in my opinion. Fred, Fred, Fred. Suela, Suela Braverman. Yeah, is, she's gone got, now. Wow. Oh, why is it always a good one? <laughs> very odd-looking lady. Odd-looking? Yeah. Yes, very odd-looking lady. I know exactly what you mean. She looks like... She looks like she's leaning forwards all the time. Ah, very good. There's something also kind of Oddman Studios about her. A face, yeah, well, spit walls and gromit. Yes, yes, you know yes, I mean? yes, yes. I know exactly what you mean. Artificial, forward is very good always thing. forever leaning. Yeah, every time I see him, like your 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 face is too close to the camera. <laughs> uh, yeah, or you want to say, are you inspecting the lens? <laughs> or like she's leaning around the door, you want to say, come in, you can come in. So Swella Breverman, they got to her because her speech was too free. They got to her. Those people from boats. There was too much freedom in her speech. The boat people got her. The boat people got her at last. They leapt out of boats and dragged her in. The deep state boat people <laughs> <laughs> got her. Yeah. This is, She's perished. This is how messed up the migration system is here, Pierre, that people can illegally migrate here and then instantly join the deep state and get rid of top-tier politicians. Yeah. it's um. I've seen a guy with a, a big, um, what are they called, sandwich board? Yep. Like wearing it, you know? Why is it called a sandwich board, by the way? Did they usually start to advertise sandwiches? I guess because it's just like two slices. It makes you a, are you the sandwich? Oh, it itself is a itself is a sandwich, it's right? A board and you're a sandwich. Oh, because you're sandwiched by the boards. I never even put that together. I've just thought that now. Surely more like clam boards would be better. It's more, they're more clam-like. Also, it? it's a person sandwich, not a. You know, you don't call it a bread sandwich. No, you don't. You don't. But a sandwich shouldn't. board, I suppose. You're not. They're not calling it a board sandwich. Yeah. That it's, must be it. Yeah, I mean, it, technically, it, it's a struggling actor sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's yeah. It, well, I saw a guy wearing one of those on the beach. Ah. And it said, uh, want to join the deep state? Okay. Scan this QR code to find out more. Mm, and he was like there trap. waving at the boats. <laughs> oh, shit, really? Yeah, he was going, please, come. Quick, which, we need more boat people. Which beach was this? Uh, the one opposite Calais. <laughs> right. The one directly opposite Calais. Yeah. Which is where they go, probably. Yeah. And he was very, he was waving, quick, over here, this is, this is England. Really? Yeah. Gosh. I know. What the hell? And then they, they took out Suella Breverman. Yeah. These people. Incredible. They, they, they did it. They did it. Um. All these Oxbridge-educated civil servants and Albanian people smugglers <laughs> working together at last. What a, what a combo. What a highly effective dream team. Um, d- oh, uh, you missed... Well, d- I was going to say, did you miss? I have several friends who disagree with me on this. I liked the new uh, Fastbender movie. Oh, The Killer? Uh-huh. Well, I watched it only last night. Uh-huh. And I might have to join the opposing chorus. No! I'm afraid I didn't really get no! it. I didn't really get it. I did- It got five stars in The Guardian. I think... I'm astonished you got five stars in the garden. It's, I, it's fun enough. If I was watching it with my girlfriend and and she, and I was, she was like, I was like, do you think this is gonna be a boy movie? 
much like this is for sure a boy movie and like it starts and he's just monologuing to himself about the life of the killer and she was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, this is payback for elvis yeah yeah, yeah. this is only half the length of elvis <laughs> yeah. yeah and at no point is there gonna be a fucking kaleidoscope made out of bullets that swoops into his eye that swoops out his bum that swoops into a new scene um i i i, I think i went into watching it yeah do you watch it in the cinema no 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 okay, netflix yeah. but like psychologically i went into watching it knowing i don't know how or maybe i had an inkling that it wasn't like john wick yeah i knew it wasn't like john wick and it's fincher so yeah. i knew it would be meditative and strange right and I like that, and I like almost. Uh, I like the strangeness, yeah. And yeah. I, I, it's based on a graphic novel that's like a satire of consumerism and stuff. Okay. So there's never going to be a straight down the barrel action movie, and a lot of the people who I know who didn't like it, I think, were like wanted the John Wick part of their brain tickled. Sure, sure. And I thought there was a co- there were a couple of John Wick esque fight scenes. Just it was yeah. it was sparse, but I thought they were effective. Um, but at no point uh, but, did he fight 70 masked Yakuza no no no, no. yeah yeah I, I like that it was grounded I yeah. like that element of it and I thought it, it mostly looked very good and um, but uh, I, I, I don't know I just felt like every element of it I've, I've seen before did you find it funny I found it very funny I didn't find it very funny no the scenes that made me laugh the most were where you overhear the, the rich guy and his personal trainer Oh yeah, I couldn't, really... I couldn't quite make out what they were saying. What? Oh, he's like shouting in the changing rooms about like the trainers asking the guy for like Bitcoin advice. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. What well, I did like, I I really like movies that are really unashamed about incorporating modern technology mm-hmm. and like brands and like this is brand galore. I mean, you, you know, Google Maps, a- Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with this WeWork, he hides out in a WeWork. Yes, yes. Um, and I really like that. I really don't like it when they shy away or they call things different things or like the phone screen is like a made-up screen that says um synthesizing or like yeah. downloading and there's one giant bar it's like what it takes up the whole screen and it's a font you've never seen yeah 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 and you can see that it's been pasted over the image of like some cardboard that they've made look like a phone <laughs> yes i really like they incorporated the, the modern world in an unashamed way but that's part of the satire element i think right yes yes like yes. he's an assassin but he still has to go to a fucking we work and just sit around and, yeah you know yeah no i i, I liked it but it it if, if, to me, it felt like also the closest to a Hitman movie, even though there have been two Hitman movies. It was it was very Hitman-y. Oh, as in like the brand... Oh, the brand Hitman, the character Hitman. Sorry, Agent yes, 47. Yes, yes. Agent 47, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, th- I, thought, I thought it was all right, but I am... Um, yeah, I wasn't, totally, I wasn't totally one of it. I like the presentation. I like the chapters and that. What would you have added? What would you want? What did you want? Um... I think I think a different story. I, I've seen, maybe because I played Hitman, I've seen the story of the assassin who gets who take, goes on revenge, you know, and has to break his rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just feel like I've seen that. I don't. Yeah. I don't really know what I, what I, what I was looking for. Um, I like those. I like those brutal. I like I like movies that are very calm and then briefly extremely brutal and they return to calmness. I yes. like that about it. I think for me the 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 any kind of for me the for, any, me? for me right now I'm thinking I need to stop even accidentally watching fucking American reality <laughs> TV because I can feel it's making me dumb. It's like standing close to the elephant's second, yeah, foot second in hand Chern- smoke. It's like standing next to the elephant's foot in Chernobyl. I can feel the elephant's all, foot. It's the big like magma that's poking through the door. It's a big lump of radioactive magma that's like from the core. Oh shit! It's there's, there only, there's only like one grainy photo of it. And it looks like <gasps> a big oh, elephant's foot. Horrible! Horrible! If you horrible, see, if you basically if you see it, you're dead. Like you know, it's just uh, it's so radioactive. Uh, <laughs> that's what those shows are like horrible. for me. It's like staring into an X-ray machine while it's been left on. It's like, just for me, um, I've seen, I just feel like. I've seen so many assassin movies that for now, like I don't, like I know all the plots already anyway of everything. Yeah, so now it's, for you, it's like all about presentation. It's all point, about presentation it? and manner of execution. I'm like a judge on MasterChef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fucking um, 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 come dancing, let's go. What's it called? <laughs> Strictly come dancing. I'm like come dancing, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> 
I really hope that you get to do it one day now. I've always wanted to be on Come Dancing, Let's Go. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a dream. Let's go. Sorry, that's what it's called in uh, Malaysia. Um, uh, it's translated into Malay and, and back again, and it's called Come Dancing, Let's Go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or like I'm, I'm, I'm Greg Wallace on MasterChef. You're not going to invent a type of pancake I haven't had. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this one. This is still a pancake, but now it's got lavender in. Mm. You go. Oh. What the killer does have that I love, and I think this was sort of epitomized and done the most most well by uh, the Gillen, Gilligan verse of uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, and yeah. Then I would say even even better in Better Call Saul mm-hmm. of like the very mundane preparation steps to some great violent act yes or, or con. Yes, yes yeah. and like i love i love shot i love scenes where like a criminal or assassin has to go to a fucking home barn or you know a big yeah. supermarket and like and buy the stuff it's the, it's the, the chicken 18, wire or the, the, fer- the fertilizer exactly and like yeah, right, right, right. It's a Home Alone fucking thing. And I'm like, what is he going to do with all this stuff? And a big bottle of malt liquor. And like, wow, is that going to come into it? Ah. I love that. I really love all that. <laughs> That's your engineer coming up. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And crafts. You yeah, like exactly. crafts. Yeah, I agree. Or, or like, um, if you want to if you want to see a, 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 a kind of action-y, movie, hitman-y, but like still meditative and strange thing that does do things in a way I've not seen before, except now I have seen them because I've seen it, uh, you were never really here with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix looking pretty chunky and and chabalino. Right, yeah. Too yeah. still very like strong, but like he looks like he lifted more weights than he's ever lifted while eating more than he's ever eaten. Wow, okay. He's got that kind of slight strongman body. Right, chunk it up, Where he's yeah. got like gloopy pecs in the shape of pecs. Yes, yes, yes. Which is uh, after the, my tour is kind of the body I have at best. Because <laughs> I can still bench press a lot, but I've got a lot of a lot of uh, pudding between me and the and the air. Yeah, what's what's an assassin movie I really like? Uh... There's a great bit in You Were Never Really Here right at the start where he's just like wrapping up. He, he, I think he kills someone with a hammer, but it's just like a and q hammer. Oh, great. Yeah. And then he just wraps it up and disposes of it in a clever way and then just goes and buys a new hammer from B&Q and you're like, oh. Oh, that's God. awesome. Yeah, I love that. Just constantly buying, like a hammer per the, person. My, my, my main feeling from the killer was like, ah, oh, the waste. Because he's always throwing things in the bin. It's smashing his he, phone, yeah. Yeah, once he uses that something, he has to throw it away. He wipes it clean and he throws it away. I'm like, oh, it's a lot of, a lot of landfill. <laughs> Where's the, he's not a green killer. But it wouldn't be as good as <laughs> a, a, a satire of consumerism. Uh, uh, he's but, eating mcdonald's but he's cutting people's lives short and they're consuming less yeah so but he's, he's cutting them short um while they're doing consumery thing the brute is going in a big souped up car to a casino uh, tilda swinton is e- ordering loads of small plates and not even eating them and dr- drinking right. a bunch of really nice whiskey really quickly and not appreciating it right right okay there's all sorts of things that uh, that like the more you look back at it, you go, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess I could never really discern what his moral position was. Um, if he was just a foil for the audience to... He's just a, a vessel. Yeah. This is my problem with Hitman Assassin movies in general. Yeah. Is that the story is always... Um, they start off doing the job as normal and something happens and they have to break all their normal procedures. And yes. I want to watch a movie where it's just the procedures. You just get a bit of the job. Yeah, I want to see the job done really well. Yeah. Even like Jason Bourne, great movie, but it's about him having to escape the people he used to work for. I want to see them work. Yeah, we've got I want to see it. like a good professional relationship between <laughs> them and the agency. And we never see the before. Yeah. It's always like, we've got to go rogue. Yes, I don't know. I just want to see you do, <laughs> pull, carry it off well, you know? Yeah, I agree, actually. I But then I guess that would be more like... Um, You'd watch an hour episode of that. Yeah. Because if it was just a movie, then it would be like, but then why are we, how does it end? You know. I know, and this is a problem because yeah. you need that arc. You need that whatever but, the Kurt Vonnegut fucking story shape. But what I want is even less of an arc in the sense that like, I don't even care why they have to break all the rules. I'm, I'm happy with them. I don't like them breaking the rules. I want to see how they stay disciplined. I, I want to see the process. I'm so only interested in these things as abstract expressions like haikus now. 
these hitman movies right <laughs> they're just like haikus now i don't you know uh-huh. there's not enough space within them to get me to empathize with different characters and stuff well this is it it's too limited a form and that's why i like it yeah i'm interested in haikus so whenever they waste time being like they've killed your dog they've killed your wife mm. your, your your long lost brother got shot into the moon <laughs> i don't care yeah i know why you're doing it you're doing it so that normal people watch this right yes and i'm not interested in that <laughs> it's like if at the start of every film there was a scene where for no reason a priest walked in and turned to the camera and said don't worry everyone's going to go to heaven after they're dead <laughs> right. in this film and the whole audience went phew <sighs> now, i don't need it i think it's i think it's patronizing and lame yeah this guy's an assassin am i supposed to believe that like Oh, he's an assassin, but he still loves his his dog or his wife. You're like, probably not. Yeah, no. I'd be more interested in a portrayal of someone who... Exactly. At this point, it'd be more of a surprise for them to have no morality, not love anyone, have no soft spots. Completely unsympathetic character. Yes. I would yes. find John Wick more engaging if the reason he did it wasn't because, A, he had a wife, then the wife died, the wife gave him a dog, then they killed the dog, now he's upset. Cut all that. He's a, the most dangerous man in history, apparently. Mm. They just fucked up his house. Yeah. They fucked up his car. They messed with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough. Enough. That's it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. He's crazy. You can't be like, he's normal. He likes dogs too. After you've seen him kill someone with a pencil. (laughs) Yeah. You go, well, he's not normal. Yeah. I don't know why movies shy away so much from that. I don't know why they think people need this. Because people do. Like, I, 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 that's the depressing part that I don't like being reminded of is that like, um, that's what makes Always Sunny in Philadelphia so unique is that it's yeah, like relentless. saying like these people are unsympathetic. There's horrible. Ironically, that makes them less anxious to watch. I was talking to Glenn about my Fraser anxiety. It's because I like Fraser Crane. Uh, Whereas yeah. Always Sunny, I can actually enjoy it more casually yeah. because it's edgier. Yes. And it's they're all horrible. And they all deserve horrible. the bad things. I, they deserve the bad thing. Yeah. I'm not sad when that happens either. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I'd be more sad if they won. Yeah, yeah, and even yeah. then, not really, because it's funny the way they do it, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, they, like, the number of times I've tried to pitch something where someone's been like, well, the main character is a bit unsympathetic. And I go, so? <laughs> I know, yeah. It's an interesting story. Right. Who yeah, gives yeah, a shit? Yeah. Also, that's part of the human experience, which is what art is meant to reflect. Yeah, whereas I, like, there's a lot of people out there, and like my, my younger sister is like this. If she doesn't like the main character, she can't watch it. Very odd. Yeah, I know. They're, they're, she just goes, well, I don't like them. I don't want them to win. So why am I watching? And you just go, because it's a fragment of life. <laughs> exactly. It's a fragment of life. <laughs> you shouting, holding a, a box of popcorn in the cinema lobby. <laughs> oh, it's a fragment of... I think that guy's shouting, it's a fragment of life. Is he saying it's a fragment of life? <laughs> so, so are you saying it's a fragment of life? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, that that is why and I think this is why people aka wankers like me get into sort of <laughs> indie foreign movies yeah is that they don't they, they don't have to ascribe to this no it is just like uh, and then the old died yeah. you go good yeah it's also, <laughs> I also, it's also why I like movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Three Billboards Three Billboards or Licorice Pizza it yes kinda, yes it just kind of yes. goes on and on and on and on and people Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people, and th- it just hap- things happen because they happen. They happen because they happen, and you're getting to have a little window into an interesting <laughs> fragment of life that you would not otherwise have had. Yeah, I like it. And you get, it's like going on a, t- a walk around a neighborhood. Yeah, you get yeah. to walk around the neighborhood and go, "Gosh, look at that!" And I get frustrated sometimes. You know, I write, uh, you know, some, from time to time, I write a script, and I get notes from it, and notes always like, "Oh, well, why did this happen?" And I want to go because it did. Because things happen. Things just happen. Yeah. And they don't always happen for a reason. But I understand, you know, if you, the only good argument, apart from just appealing to wet people who need things to make sense mm. for that, is I uh, I used to think that more. I still think that, but I used to think it more. And what changed was that I realized watching something that I was. Um, instinctively looking for reasons why things happened as a viewer yes yes yeah and, and so i do look for symbolism or in the same way that like people always say like oh why doesn't jason Bourne, you know or james bond we never see him going for like a shit <laughs> yeah and it would be like you, because but the reason is because the audience would assume there was a reason for it right and even if there wasn't a plot reason for it they'd be like right we're supposed to know that he's like this he's bored or Right. Or the way he would go for a shit would be important. 
yes, he's sat yeah. on the loo and he's he's straining, he's unhealthy. If he's got diarrhea, he's unhealthy, and we're supposed to know that. Or if he's staring in the middle distance, he's like dead inside, and we're supposed to know that. But and also, there's only so much time in a movie you yeah, can, yeah, you can yeah. um, dedicate. But then I think that's part of the reason people are so into like the long, you know, long drama series is that you do get those moments. You know, you do yeah. get a moment of of um, Saul Goodman just going to the bathroom and wiping up, and you know, you get a richer experience. Yeah, and I think people, I think a lot of the people who we talk to about scripts, not all of them, but some of them, are behind on that because they're still thinking like BBC Two sort of brain yeah whereas like our generation is so used to grittier long-form stuff where it's like well then he got hit by a car yeah because that can happen to you <laughs> who was driving the car a guy just a random guy it wasn't the villain mm -hmm. it wasn't his brother mm -hmm. it wasn't the kid from the first episode who you never see again yeah it was a guy in a car mm -hmm. and things can happen that's why there's a great bit um in whiplash towards the end where he's just rushing and he just gets hit by a car yeah and it's, it's just an accident there's no significance to it. It's just an accident. Um, and I was like, yes, I'm, I'm, I remember that moment forever. Or rather, the significance is that it, it's like, well, that is what life is like. Mm. Sometimes a car will just come at you. That's what, I, yeah. And that, one of the reasons why I can't enjoy as much, say, Mission Impossible sort of thing. It's too neat. Everything means something. Everything, Everything means something. Everything is something else. All the quips refer to things that we've seen. Yeah. And everyone is like, we've got to do it for friendship. <laughs> or for like because i love you susan and like you met susan a day ago <laughs> a day ago yeah have you noticed in trailers for even action movies there's always a bit towards the end where there's a like hard cuts a lot of different um uh images from the movie choom, <laughs> choom, <laughs> choom, choom. and there's always one where he's kissing a woman there's yeah, always yeah. one at the same spot of every trailer there's him kissing a woman and you go who's she <laughs> why is this and I, I, the, the, the movie that I, I, I that finally broke me about this and I thought I'll never get the movie I want is you know, the trailer for Hitman I think the first Hitman oh yeah like, da, 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 da. it's like and Agent 47 kisses a lady he doesn't have he doesn't kiss a single person in any of the games he expresses no no physical <laughs> desire for any person he has no romantic relationships the whole point is that he's not attracted to anyone because he's like a weird lab clone and now he's kissing a lady. You can't have it both ways. You can't be like, look at this terrifying robo killer. And then be like, inevitably he retires to a cabin with a dog. <laughs> yeah. With like a big jumper. It's all like hygge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's what he wanted really was to sit in his cabin. You go, get fucked. <laughs> it cannot be true. Yeah. Um, I watched the sequel to Extraction. What's Extraction. Is it Chris Hemsworth is the Aussie Chris, isn't he? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, he's being an action hero in, like, Mumbai. Right. And then there's the sequel now. Oh, a nice one. I think it's supposed to be quite good. just actually. like watching a video game. Okay. It's like a level. Well, great. There's a bit where he on a, he's on an armored train and helicopters attack. And he just <laughs> he just finds a gun emplacement to attack them with kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah. It's a video game. It's a Call of Duty level. And you watch Chris Hemsworth complete Call of Duty as himself. <laughs> Uh, but even that's not free from some stupid bullshit of like, because you, cause you, cause you're my nephew, that's why. Uh, you know, yeah. Bullshit, stupid why? crap. Why? Um, really, really annoying. Because again, it's like, it adds nothing. I really think it adds nothing. And movies like... It's for the, it's, is it for wives? Sometimes I think that, you know, when I'm feeling particularly heteronormative, I'm like, is this like the one... Um, the one saving grace for it's the, movie the girlfriend studios. who's been dragged. Yeah, the girlfriend who's been dragged. It's because the movie studios are looking at it and going like, at the moment we're losing uh, 50% of revenue. Yeah. Because there's nothing, there's no uh, bit where they But kiss. why don't guys get that in return? Why, why isn't yeah. there in Sex and the City a bit where Samantha just kicks a guy to death? <laughs> why isn't there a bit in a rom-com where they have to fight off a helicopter with a gun emplacement? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a single bit when Harry met Sally where Harry has to like pick a lock upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why to, not? On a time limit. Yeah. Why isn't there a bit? for the fellas. Why isn't there a bit where Hugh Grant, which to be fair, he'd be more likely to do with his career these days. Yeah. Hugh Grant uh, is making out with a lady who briefly stops making out with him and kills someone over his shoulder. Yes, exactly. And he goes, oh, why? Um, oh, oh, gosh. Oh, oh, gosh. Thank you. Uh, well, um, uh, yes, oh, thank you very, uh, thank you very much. Um, 
I, I, I owe you one, I suppose. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith is the attempt to create this film. Right. And it was horrible. Absolute dog shit. <laughs> That's why it can't be done. It's like gravy on ice cream. Just go, uh-oh. <laughs> It's not anything wrong with any of these two things. You go, oh, that's that's why you can't be done. Can't be done. They tried it, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The poopiest thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Really yeah. poopy. So maybe it actually is impossible. But like a movie that just doesn't fall for this trap, like Mad Max Fury Road, yeah. is a forever classic. Yeah. Because he just, he does what it means to do. He does what it does. Yeah. And they didn't use CGI. No CGI at all. God, I love that movie so much. It makes me cry, that movie. It makes me cry. Because <laughs> they use real machine. So what, 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 what is it? Sing Brother Heckler, sing Brother Cock as he's firing these submachine guns into the dark, blindfolded. Yeah. I started crying. I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is so beautiful. And it doesn't mean anything more than it is. Uh, it's so un- lovely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even against... Uh, I'm, I'm in favor of uh, abstract symbolism. Fill your movie with a weird code and let me try and unravel it. Yeah, totally. But stop with this, like... And that was bad because they were nice. <laughs> you know, it was bad or it wasn't. I'll decide. I'll be, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, The Killer is out on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. We've um, been sponsored today by Michael Fassbender. <laughs> who's a big fan, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, German Irish. German Irish. Yeah. Is he is he Northern Irish? I'm not sure. Is he British, as in national citizenship wise? I don't know. You know. Hmm. We'll American? figure it out. Um, we should do some correspondence. Oh yes. You've course. been away. I've been away, heaving sack of letters. <laughs> Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ring letters. A message from Fergus. Fergus. Good strong name, Fergus. Fergus, service your correspondence. Dear Buttpood. Buttpood. I was stopped at a traffic light the other day when I looked over and saw that the car next to me had a sticker. Oh, yeah. On the rear window. A decal. Yeah. I normally despise these tatty adornments, so of course I had to see what it was. Instead of the usual stick figure version of their family or banal slogan, mm. I read perhaps the most aggressive tat I've ever seen. I will attach the photo <laughs> I've managed to take. And in case it's not clear, I will include the text. Awesome. If Phil can whisper this tat, it will prove his position as tat whisperer beyond a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's try this. No blank. We blank like real blank. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no blank. We... I mean, the worst version of this I can think of is no condoms. We fuck like real men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real men, you got? Real yeah. men, okay. No blank. Oh, no indicator. No blank. We blank like real men. No blank. 
we blank drive like real men? No. No. It is car related. It's okay. on the back of the car. No blank. No sat nav. No, it's more toxic than that. Ooh, okay. No automatic. More toxic. <laughs> oh. No music. No color. More toxic. Wow. It's this car based. No muffler. No. You're going very niche. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of car stuff. <laughs> no hybrid. No electric. More toxic. Wow, how do you get more toxic than that? Toxic masculinity. No women. No, no. no okay. It's still car based. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like... no women is implied by the phrase, we blank like real men. Oh, shit. But that's not necessarily uh, relevant. No blank. We blank like real men. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What do women have in their cars that men don't? Oh, no. It's not, I'm not saying it's grounded in reality. Okay. No pink? No. <laughs> no, this too no pink we what like real men we paint like <laughs> real men <laughs> <laughs> okay go on uh, think toxic masculinity what is it what are you supposed to strong strength physical strength yeah 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 no training wheels no <sighs> you're getting much closer with training wheels than you were with, with muffler no power steering no, what? <laughs> this is the trouble with asking an engineer you. this question. <laughs> You're going into like actual innovations that make the act of the act of driving easier. <laughs> no, no, in no insurance. <laughs> You're getting closer. No power steering. We spin like real men. We turn the wheel loads. <laughs> So no insurance is, is closer. No blank. We blank like real men. <sighs> I thought you'd get this quite quickly. Wait, wait, wait. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, no airbags. We die like real men. Wow. Okay. Oxy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's a, there's a symbol above it that looks like something that would be in an action movie. I'm just going to Google that. But imagine like having a terrible crash and being saved only by the airbag and then going, Oh, no. The <laughs> guys are going to kill me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm gay. Because <laughs> an airbag saved my life. <laughs> um, sea Shepherd is the sticker. What does that mean? Sea Shepherd. Like the brand of the sticker? Um, yes. A sea shepherd is just a lighthouse. Isn't oh, it? it's just someone who protects dolphins or something. Ah. Sea shepherd. But why would you have a sea shepherd sticker? Is it a brand? No, it's not a brand. It's like a th it, it's all saying like we, pr we, we defend the, you know. Gosh. It's not like North Face. We defend the North Face of the mountain. Mm. You know? Um. What the hell is this? What is it, though? Our critics began to label us as pirates. What is Sea Shepherd? Fucking hell. And so she, Sea Shepherd is part of the sticker? No, 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 no. It's just a sticker I saw above it. And I was trying to see if it was oh, like oh, oh. An, an, an army veteran or a fucking neo-Nazi badge or something. I see. If I see a skull with two weird objects crossed under it, Phil, I'm Googling it. Oh, there's a skull. That's what I said. Oh. Skull with a, with, a, with a trident and a shepherd's crook underneath. Gosh. Wow. It's a conservation society. There you go. I'm trying to look all tough, but it still just saved the whales. With a skull and crossbow. Oh, because it's like piratey? Yeah. Right. I see, nice I see, pirates. I see. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Conservation is rad. But he's against airbags. <laughs> Pick a team. Pick a team. Uh, but um, I mean, that is so toxic. Toxic it has to be, you know, tongue-in-cheek, kind of sarcastic. Right? Yeah, but then, like, why put it on? You're obviously still hanging out with people who are like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Mm, yeah. If you're going to do it, do it right. That's true. Be full mental or be full hippie. But is it airbags that at least for a while like cause a lo lot of deaths? I thought there were seatbelts, they said. No, seatbelts is... I think... No, seatbelts are... I think in the, this, this is a joke in The Simpsons that Homer says, See, Lisa, seatbelts kill more people than they save. And Lisa goes, no, that's airbags. They suffocate kids if you put kids in the front. 
the sea belts. Yeah, yeah no, sure. they're airbags. Oh, right, right, right. Because they, they can't move their face. Yeah, but sometimes they can also break a neck because they go poof and like push your neck, your head back. But I guess it yeah. can't be much worse than smacking straight, straight into the Then he- full on head banging the glove box. Mm. Um, f- f- it's signed P. Okay. This is from P. P. Good, a good letter to be. Um, dear f- Fisting and Peen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm Fisting, I guess. And I'm Peen. In your Peen. And together we're... <laughs> <laughs> fisting and Peen! Um, so... Let's see. Uh, uh, I've recently begun the pod journey. I'm working at it Lady in the Tramp style, and I don't remember which episodes are new or old. Physicians do not recommend. <laughs> what does it mean, Lady in the Tramp style? From both ends, like spaghetti. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. That's going to really fuck up your head. Yeah, that's terrible. So, like, one at the beginning and then one at the end. and Just constantly back and forth. Gosh, like, like a mementoing bud pod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In jokes in reverse. Woof. Yeah. That's fucked. Well, good luck. Do you, do you reckon you'll remember? We will. Will P remember it differently than someone who listened to it in 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 order? If, yeah. If, if 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 they successfully piece piece it together of an in joke and back reference yes. later on, do you think your memory just puts it in order? I don't know because if P figures out a joke without hearing it the first time then when they do hear it the first time, it will be more like a callback than the original. That's true. That's true. And they will have the wrong idea of what was said early on. Mm. Well, what does P say about us? I'm hoping that I'm right in thinking poo stories are still wanted. Well, wanted is... um, Wanted is a strong word to use. I think they're funny. Phil has... has... You've reacted to the poo stories a bit like... um, Tim uh, 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 thingy when he has to become Father Christmas. <laughs> Tim Allen. Yeah. The Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Claus. You're like Tim Allen and the Santa Claus. Like you are, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. you weren't looking for it to be Santa Claus. Also, we should, we should, we should make a comment on the revelation th- this week that Joe Lysett has started a specific Pooh Story podcast. We've been tagged. Have we? yeah. So much people will be like, you just got to stand for this shit. Like <laughs> people are really angry and want to know what our statement is on this. I can't. I can't believe it. Well, what are we gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 do, what can we do to 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 big lice it? You know. Yeah. We can't fight city hall. What if we dress like a clown and shred fifty thousand turds? Ah. <laughs> until Joe Lysett stops his new. Pod, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't podcast. stop it, we'll shred fifty thousand turds. Yeah. And if he stops it, we'll donate them to charity. <laughs> <laughs> Thus incentivizing him to keep going morally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're coming for you, Lysett. Yeah. Joe. Hi, and Joe. join us for Bud Pod's next pivot into being a specifically sort of rude art podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gar- gonna- rude art and gardening podcast. Yeah, fuck it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I've got a window box, Joe, or I could. Uh, you know what I have, Joe? I've got a drawer full of acrylics. You you take what we love, we take what you love. You do a poo story. We do a gardening show. <laughs> God. You, you, you make fun of someone's diarrhea. We paint a 90s culture icon in a gross way yes. on our canvas using acrylic paint. Don't make us do it, because we don't want to. You stab one of our fans, we put one of yours... In the toilet. <laughs> we put them in the toilet. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. All the best to him. All the best to him. Yeah, hi, Joe. Um, we both know Joe as well, we should yeah, say. We do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think people underestimate how small how small, uh, how small the comedy world is. We both met Joe Lysett in 2011. He won the the com- comedian student the student comedian award that I won a year before I did. Yes, yeah, 2011. So he, yeah, so he did the closing set at my competition 2011 Edinburgh. that's when i met him oh 2010 2010, 2010. that's 2010. when i met him as was at after the closing set yeah yeah, and, yeah um when it was all said and done he had long hair back then he did have long hair we remember joe you remember the real you you remember the real you long hair before you're a big poopy man we remember the non-poopy boy yeah that's it we remember the poopy boy we we shouted so that 
Joe Lysett could have a solid dump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we farted so he could shit. Yeah, we farted. So yeah, he could shit. that's please. Actually, if you're if you're listening, please comment under all of Joe's posts on Instagram. Uh, Bud Pod farted so that you could shit. shit. Please, please. <laughs> please. If he responds in any way, it would be such good uh, PR for Bud Pod. It'd be great value, yes. Bud yeah. Pod farted so you could shit, Joe. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. <laughs> Don't just wipe us away. Yeah. Okay, that's this. That's our plan. That's our response. Yeah. <laughs> he's the elvis to our bb king was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're poo poo we're poo poo king and he smelled this we're pp king we're pp king and he smelled this <laughs> smell this yeah and he's uh he's like oh, oh poo's pretty funny where they're like that's great smell of it you know we're encouraging yeah taking it to, to the masses movie. but just don't forget us don't forget us please oh sure i won't <laughs> Tell me about your poos. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so this is this is quite a long one. Okay, P. Um, da, 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 da. This is a story about other children's peas and poos. When I was a child, seven question mark. He doesn't know. Wow. Okay. I thought he, I thought he said seven question marks. I was like, why is this person so unsure? When I was a child, were they ever a child? When I was a child, seven question mark. Yeah. I was not good. <laughs> I was not good. I was not good. Full stops and capital letters. Not good. I attended after school care with my very quiet, shy, soft spoken friend that did not like me. Sounds <laughs> like a tough child. This is a fun picture you're painting, though. What was the name of this person? P. Oh, this is still P, of course. Yeah. Um, with my very. I had to do after school care with my quiet, shy, soft spoken friend that did not like me. Mm. When she got back from Disneyland, she brought souvenirs for everyone but me. Oof, rough. Oh, my God. We were the only two of our friend group in after-school care that day. I cannot emphasize enough that I was annoying, loud, and mean. <laughs> this person's uh, he's really had a Damascene conversion at some point. Yeah, you're really seen the error of their ways. Roasting yourself. You got visited by three ghosts covered in shit. <laughs> Not one adult or child enjoyed my thoughts or company. <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> oh, take it God. easy. You're only a kid. You're already dead. It's already dead. Because I sucked. <laughs> What's the next bit? <laughs> I had nothing oh, this, to lose. This is zealotry of the convert. And that's wow. Like... Yeah, this is... we. The people in a, in a Baptist church would be saying, we can't, we forgive you. <laughs> I had nothing to lose. Mm. I don't remember exactly how the idea came to be, but I do remember convincing my oh-so-kind and well-behaved friend to join in. The brilliant idea was to take advantage of all the stupid children around her and fuck over the staff all in one fell swoop. Mm. A secret goal I did not vocalize. Now we were only allowed to use... Now we, now we were only allowed to use the first floor bathrooms as it was after school and the second and third floors were not to be walked upon. Mm. If you remember when you were a child or even now, you do not question an out-of-order sign on a toilet stall. No. That is an all-powerful sign. No one is testing its honesty. Absolutely not. The stall door Too remains much to lose. closed. Too yeah. Much to lose. yeah, yeah, exactly. Me and my friend at the crafts table stacked up twenty sheets of paper, and with the best coloured markers in the bin, we wrote up a pile of out-of-order signs. <laughs> very nice. My friend at this point was very worried about getting in trouble. I do think I may have pressured her to continue. That was me. I was terrified of getting in trouble. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Me too. And look at us now. <laughs> Recording I was doing a podcast, a podcast about shit. <laughs> and she was, I was happy to be in trouble and she was not happy. Eventually, we tucked the papers under our shirts as well as two rolls of scotch tape and very suspiciously giggled through asking to go to the bathroom. As you can guess, we taped an out-of-order sign onto every single stall in the girls' and boys' bathroom. Oof. We promptly went back to daycare and sat quietly, biding our time. This is a sophisticated prank for such small kids. Well, as we've learned, she was awful. Not yeah, good. Terrible. Not, she not good. Sucked. Slowly, the room of 10 to 15 children began to fidget vigorously. They would go to the bathroom, but they would come back seemingly unrelieved. Mm. Children had stopped sitting and were now standing uncomfortably near games they had abandoned. This is very yeah, advanced. Eventually, one very small little boy waddled up to one of the supervisors, legs crossed, hands clasped around his crotch, and explained that he needed to pee. 
She answered, obviously, to go to the bathroom. And the boy replied, they are all out of order. <laughs> when, was, when does that stop, by the way? The holding of your crotch and crossing oh, your legs? Oh, just like grabbing your own dick when you're <laughs> yeah. When did I stop doing that? It's such a brute force approach to not weeing. <laughs> Can't pee now. <laughs> when did I stop doing that? Last week? I don't know. At least if I do, it'll go into my hands. At least if I better? do, like my dick will explode like a balloon of piss. <laughs> First, my dick will pop. Um... She was confused, the teacher, hearing this. Mm. But they're all out of order. Mm. Shocked and curious. Mm. I would like to take these last few sentences to set into, to set the scene uh, as to what she walked into. Um, I have a learning disability, and that's both in quotes. Okay. Learning in quotes and disability, separate quotes. Separate quotes, okay. So it may or may not be a disability, learning. and it may or may not be Dis anything to do with learning. Right. Called dysgraphia, which is basically clinically bad penmanship. Like just an, like handwriting so bad, yeah. It's it's, it's got a, it's got a medical name. DCMS. What's the book called? DSM. DSM. Um, throughout all my schooling, I've done at least twenty of those trace the letter books. The last time they gave me one, I was twelve. Wow. Wow. To this day, I have very messy writing, and every time I write someone a note, I have to read it to them. What what's this disorder called? Dysgraphia. Dysgraphia. Nice. You're a dysgraph. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this writing. You're a disgrace. It's a disgrace in Spain. eres <laughs> una disgracia. No, no, miscus. Um, when I write people little letters, I give them the handwritten version as well as a typed-up version. So, as you can imagine, my penmanship at seven was bad. Mm -hmm. So, to any adult, the out-of-order signs were obviously written by a child using colored Crayola markers. Um, there's not really a punchline to the story other than I think it's the best prank I've ever pulled. The staff immediately knew it was me and at no point disciplined my friend because it was known that if anything, any mischief occurred, I was to blame. Because they sucked. I want to know if any kids exploded. I think maybe they got away with it. Is that letter dedicated to the exploded kids of Peace School? <laughs> yeah, yeah. R.I.P. 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 Um, that's, that's, really, that's a good prank. That's a good prank? Yeah. Almost worked. You yeah, got I think, yeah, I think you, you, yeah, I guess the what would really have sealed the deal if someone just shat themselves in class. Yeah, but um, but then that's that would pretty be good still, pretty good going. It's it's pretty good thinking for a bad for seven year old, yeah, an evil horrible for a for a dysgraphic for a dysgraphia like her. Yeah. Um. Well, now it's time to go to the VIP uh, after school care. Okay. Classroom. Gosh. Of the Patreon. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, there are only a few tickets left, I think, for my Leicester Square Theatre show this Thursday, the 23rd. Yeah. It's upon us. I've been promoting it relentlessly. Well, tomorrow, if you listen to this. Tomorrow. Fucking hell, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. Thursday, the 23rd. Mm -hmm. um, in London. So if you can come, come. If you can't, then don't. Um, Further to it. that, similarly, limited tickets for Christmas Bud Pod Live. Yes, Melly Kratmers. Literally a handful of tickets. A lot of the time when comedians say there's a handful of tickets, they're lying. There are plenty of tickets, but I mean it. There are a handful of tickets. You can only fit into your hands. Yeah, yeah. You can only fit into your digital hands. Um, that's on 15th of December. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Bloomsbury Theatre. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, otherwise, talk to you all soon. It's good to be back. Bye. Bye.